Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Product Coffee, where product professionals from Ibotta share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. So grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. Um, I'm one of your product co-hosts, Zach LaGreca. Kevin Gentry. I'm Bergen DeBell. I'm Raymond. <laughs> Connor Hankel. <laughs> Jamie Douglas. Patrick Kuchkowski. mention we do have interns here yeah so we have a couple of new folks uh raymond and connor uh they have joined our product team for the summer uh, as product interns um so do you guys want to give quick introductions about kind of joining ibotta and what you're working on before that maybe start with raymond yeah sure so uh, my name is raymond i'm originally from toronto um right now i'm getting my mba at cornell and in my prior life i was in finance for four years and I'm Connor, the other product management intern for the summer. So Raymond and I are actually classmates at Cornell, so we're both getting our MBA there. Um, my prior career prior to products was actually in civil engineering. Awesome. And given that we have Raymond and Connor joining us, we thought it would be a good day to talk about breaking into product and kind of like starting a product career. What gets you interested in products? how you go about getting into product, and then what that looks like when you start taking on some of your first product roles. Um, so uh, any any thoughts kind of going around the room about like breaking into product and kind of your, your first forays that, into that? We kind of touched on this um, in a previous episode, but uh, I know we all have a lot of different paths into product. Um, my Mine was via a operations role um, making a business case to invest in a product line um, and getting that um, approved by the senior leadership team and then raising my hand to own that from a product perspective. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to share their stories about it. Yeah, I mean, for me it was kind of similar. I yeah. ended up working at a startup, um, having done a, some entrepreneurial stuff in the past, uh, and really had that kind of rare opportunity where someone said, well, it looks like you're already doing all this project management. Have you considered product? And kind of putting my hand out there and starting to just solve the problems. So more often than not, I feel like most of the PMs I talk to, it's just that where you get passionate about a specific problem space or a individual problem, Mm -hmm. and then it just becomes a burning passion to just solve it. And so suddenly the next thing you know, you are the one who's doing all that and suddenly you're a product manager. Yeah, I, uh, opposite of you guys coming from a small company and falling into product, I was in a very large company um, and we had an executive sponsor that was looking for feedback across the business from different um, thought spaces on how we could move our business forward into new business areas. And 30 people in the room and multiple people had a lot of feedback, but um, I was very passionate about a specific area 
and stayed very close to that problem space while still doing my job in finance at the time. And eventually that passion was recognized and turned into a full-time role. So yeah, I think it doesn't matter what, what discipline you start in. I think passion is probably the consistent thread across the people in the room here. Yeah, I'm kind of noticing a theme of like getting like learning about product after having started something else and mm-hmm. then kind of getting interested in it. I'd be curious to hear like Raymond and Connor like what got you guys interested in product? Yeah, sure. So I, th- I think I can take that first. So when I was working as a civil engineer, I was working really closely with software and then I ended up becoming kind of the software expert in the office on a number of different software packages. And I realized pretty quickly that that was really where my true interest lied, which was in more of like a software design standpoint as opposed to civil engineering design. So for me, it was all about just trying a bunch of things and seeing what I liked. So initially I thought I was gonna go into UX design. So I pursued that initially and took a boot camp through General Assembly, really enjoyed it. And eventually met some folks who were UX designers, got introduced to some product managers and heard about what that career path was actually like. And then after kind of mulling it over, trying some more boot camps even, that was when I decided that product was really the best fit for me instead of UX design. Yeah, so for me, prior to going to my MBA, I actually wanted to pursue consulting. But the summer before I started my MBA, I ended up helping my buddy with his startup. And he used to be a PM at Zynga. He quit quit that job to run his own gaming studio. And a couple things over the summer made, made me realize I really wanted to do product. And number one is just the impact you have on potential consumers. I was working on the in-game economics of a blackjack app, and that game might get played by a few thousand people, but to me that impact was much bigger than saving the bank an extra $5 million. Um, and the other thing was just the growth prospect. Um, he only started his business for like three, four months when I joined, and he's already making 3K a day. Mm-hmm. So a year into it, he's already up to like four mils in revenue. Does he want to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I'll let him know. Um, and that just growth prospect you don't see in any other industry. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I, I think uh, kind of similar for me. Like I, I started off initially doing like marketing and helping with like social media campaign strategies for small to medium businesses. And I was kind of working in fields like adjacent to it. I would help set up websites for people. And um, I slowly kind of started doing all of these different things that came together and like setting up business plans and targeting different types of consumers and like understanding what their problem, their problems and pain points were. And that quickly became what was like most interesting to me. Um, so I think it's, it's really interesting that people come from all sorts of different backgrounds. I think when you first start finding out about product, it's like, oh, what's the traditional career path for it? And I think much less than any other career, it's like there isn't really a traditional path. It, it kind of varies a lot, which is kind of an interesting thing because when you go to apply for a product role, it's usually like you need a couple of years experience. <laughs> and like, okay, well, you know, I didn't graduate from my product degree at wherever. <laughs> um, so... Knowing that, you guys have obviously landed product internships. Uh, we've, we've all had some various product roles. How do you get enough product experience before having a product role? Like, How do you do that chicken and egg problem? Yeah, I can take a crack at that first. So 
knowing that I wanted to do, to, to do product going into school, so I participated in a bunch of hackathons during school. Mm. And I find hackathons are great experiences that kind of mimic what a PM does. Um, so there's the tight timeline. You're either given 24 hours or a weekend to ship a product. Mm -hmm. And the ambiguity, usually these hackathons are very broad. You need to come up with something that has value, that has a product market fit. And also you get to work cross-functionally, right, with a group of engineers and designers. And um, one advice I would give is um, I had some reservations about doing uh, hackathons just because I don't have a technical background. It's like what kind of value can a business person mm -hmm. add to a hackathon team? But after going to a few, you realize you add a lot of value because you see teams that are just comprised of engineers. They would build something mm -hmm. really, really cool, but there'd be no business model behind it. There'd be no, it's it's not feasible. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, definitely hackathons. That's a good one. Yeah, and I think for me, knowing that there's such a broad range of skills that you need to have as a PM, one of my approaches was to kind of just try to pick up each of those. So for example, even before the MBA, taking that UX, UX design boot camp and then taking a SQL boot camp kind of started to build out my toolkit as mm -hmm. a PM. And then kind of a plug for the MBA route too as well is that with an internship, it's much less of a risk to for a certain organization to hire you, right? You're only gonna be there for a few months, so I think they're much more willing to take a chance. Because I think, like was mentioned before, one of the best ways to get a job as a PM is to have previous PM experience. So I think as far as breaking into it goes, the MBA route was really helpful for me and um, just kind of building out that PM toolkit uh, before and, and during school was really helpful to position myself. Yeah, you mentioned the toolkit. Like, how, how do you even know where to start? Like, what skills the PM has if you're not, you know, actively doing that role? How sure. did you guys stumble across those? Yeah, so I stumbled across that just from networking and understanding really what a PM does on a day-to-day -day basis. So everything from being comfortable with you know, UX design and being able to create concept designs and, and wireframing and prototyping to working with data, um, to building out a business case, to testing and iterating on a product. So I think what, what somebody could do is do a lot of networking to really understand the role. Mm -hmm. And then uh, from those conversations can kind of pinpoint skills that you might need to pick up. Do you remember the first person you networked with? Like, how did you find them? Yeah, so um, I got in touch with some UX designers through the General Assembly uh, UX Design Bootcamp. Um, one of them worked for Amazon.com, and then ultimately ultimately was introduced to um, a guy named Sanjeev Gulaguri. Um, he's a PM for Amazon.com, and he works out of headquarters in Seattle. And that was one of the biggest conversations for me in terms of pivoting and being really comfortable with going into product management. So got a lot from that conversation, understood what a PM does on a day-to-day -day basis. And he was actually an alum of, of Cornell MBA too, so he, he sold me on that as well. So now that you've been, you know, or almost complete with your internship, um, I'd be particularly curious to see what has surprised you the most about product that you thought maybe you knew 
coming into it and until you were actually here you didn't expect it to be as challenging yeah so for me um one i guess conception or misconception i had about product is that as a product manager you're responsible for coming up with all the ideas all the features that will go into a product but throughout this internship i've realized that idea can come from anywhere kind of exactly what ibotta's uh mission is not mission but principle is um and it's just your job is really to kind of decipher which one is the good versus the not so good and prioritizing i think that's actually where the value of pm lies not actually taking the onus of ideating onto yourself but the evaluation and the prioritization yes yeah. yes definitely and have you developed a framework or um, a way to make those decisions yeah so um, so working with Zach on PWI, I actually created a PWI impact calculator that's for PWI specific. So instead of looking at um, general company-wide metrics, I look at specific PWI, like visibility, conversion rate, commissions on retailers, uh, debit, credit card, splits. And then the spreadsheet can actually break down, like it, you can look at conversion rate and it breaks it down by, on a retailer level. So if you have a change that impacts a particular retailer, so you just make the change to that retailer and it rolls up to the general conversion rate. Yeah, so so quantitatively is, is definitely one way to go about it. But then again, you you never know what's going to happen with the, some, the change you make, right? So you can just you, the, the, do the best that you can to to predict. Yeah, yeah I, <clears throat> connecting some dots, I think you both have talked about the interest in making a business impact. I think that's something a lot of people who are drawn to product are interested in. It's like tangible impact to the business, um, whether that's financially or just through like what you build that people actually use. Um, and then thinking in terms of like the value a product manager brings, I think that's very true that it comes in that prioritization based on those levels of, it, levels of impact, so. Connor, anything jump out at you? Yeah. Um, there, I think there was a couple things for me that were a little bit different from what I had imagined. I think first off, I understood that creating relationships was extremely important, but you know the the culture at Ibotta is such that you can grab coffee with pretty much anyone in the organization and get to know them. And for me, that was it was really beneficial to develop personal relationships and realizing that when you already have a warm connection with someone in the organization, it's much easier to bring them into conversations about your product. Um, so I think in, uh, in retrospect, yeah, a lot of the personal connections were really valuable from a business sense. And then in addition to that was around story writing and working with very technical um, team members like engineers and the like. And as a product manager, I came from civil engineering, so I don't necessarily have a, a coding background. And there's a lot of difficulty that comes in with creating technical stories and kind of prioritizing some of that work with the engineering team. So it, I think what I learned is that it's a really iterative process and just learning how to ask the right questions is probably the most important thing. Not necessarily having all the answers, but trusting your technical team members to be able to work through a solution and uh, from a business perspective being able to 
kind of probe at the right things and get the process moving. You mentioned the importance of those kind of relationships across the business. Which types of disciplines would you rec- recommend other aspiring PMs to go out and, and seek to get that feedback and that, that advice? Um, is that engineering? Is it legal, finance? I'd be curious um, who, who you've met with throughout the summer. I think for, for me, it was very, um, initially, my kind of networking strategy was just to meet a lot of other product folks, mm-hmm. but eventually I started to branch out just to every part of the organization. So in terms of who I would target, I would just say, honestly, anyone that seems interesting to you and then might have something to do with your product, you might be a stakeholder in some way. Yeah, definitely. I mean. I think when you're grabbing coffee with these people, you shouldn't be thinking, oh, what can he do to help me? You should genuinely try and establish these warm connections. And when the time comes, then, yeah. Um, yeah, and in terms of for me, I just grab coffee with whoever that wanted to get coffee with me. Whoever said yes, <laughs> I, I do it, yeah. I hope nobody said no. We'll find out. I think that's kind of a, a good approach for product in general is be willing to reach out to people. I mean, the worst they can say is no, or you know, maybe the coffee uh, meetup won't happen. But you know, whether it's within an organization you're already in, or even not, like reach out to people, um, show interest in what they're doing. I think you you hit on it is like you know, don't just go expecting like, hey, I need help. Can you help me? But if you have general interest in uh, the industry or the company someone's at, um, and if you show interest in what they're working on, um, that can be a good place to like start to build a relationship and, and kind of have some talking points. Um, so, awesome! I think those are all great points. So now let's talk about like, logistically getting into the interview process, getting a, a, a PM role. Um, any any thoughts on like how you? how you apply for roles, how you differentiate yourself. A lot of times you're applying for companies where they get thousands of resumes you know, monthly, um, and it, it can be easy to get lost in the noise. Any thoughts on, on how you can go about getting getting that initial call? Sure, so I'll take that first. Um, I was very targeted when I came into the entire MBA process. I knew exactly what I wanted to do coming out of school. and by having a very clear story, I think that differentiated me from certain folks who weren't necessarily sure what function they wanted to work in in tech. I think it's a much more compelling sell when you've really thought through why this is a good fit for you personally. And I think in addition to that logistically, another kind of sell on the the MBA process was that I was able to work with a PhD candidate um, over my first semester during the MBA, and we worked on commercializing this computer vision algorithm. And that was an amazing experience in just trying to create product market fit. And I think that showed some higher level product vision. Um, so I think logistically, those were um, two of the biggest things that I focused on during the kind of the interview process to um, position myself well. So I, so I guess I'll go a little bit more granular. How do you get an interview? Um, I think catering your resume is really important. Uh, make sure you check out the skill section or what the company is looking for. 
and you have those keywords in your resume. If they want analytical, throw in some analytical. <laughs> if they want teamwork, make sure you have teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely have, uh, have helped me. And just preparing for the interview in general. I think there's some really good resources out there. Um, there's this website called Stellar Peers, uh, where it's a group of aspiring product managers who you can schedule mock interviews with and do cases. Um, and also, Lewis Lin have a lot of good resources. Um, cracking the PM interviews is a must read. Um, yeah, so definitely a lot of a lot of things out there you can do to prepare. Yeah, those are all great points. And those, some of those things are reminiscent of things I did. I didn't do an MBA program, but um, I think there's certainly value in, in kind of some of those connections. And then I think you're, you're both right. Like having a strong story um, helps you differentiate. It's also something that's incredibly important in product is having good abilities to tell a story for why you need to do something. So that definitely helps. I think getting getting granular helps too. Like a lot of the resume softwares, they are looking for keywords. They're looking for certain things. Making sure you're not getting your resume thrown out because of that is helpful. And also like, you know, when people are trying to fill a role, showing that you're the right person, like you can, you can do the thing they're looking to have done uh, and finding things that you've done that fit, you know, okay, they want analytical. Let's think about some things I've done that were analytical to show them that I'm capable of that. I think those are really, really great points. Um, let's see how we're doing on time. We got a few minutes. Um, so that's kind of differentiating yourself initially. Let's get a little bit more into the interview itself. I think you mentioned some good resources to like prep for, for interviewing. We can talk about that a little more. Um, but as you're going through the interview process, was there anything that stuck out to you? Is there anything unexpected or challenging or any advice you'd give to other people looking to, to get a, a PM role? Um, yeah, it just comes to repetition and practice. Um, so like part of the MBA program, as Connor mentioned, and you guys probably know, is, is get a job. Right, so school is not is secondary to most people. So we we did a lot of mock interviews. We had case uh, case groups twice a week where we would just practice PM casing, um, which is different from consulting casing. So um, yeah, so repetition and practice. And sometimes during an interview, the interviewer will throw a curveball at you, and you might stumble. But not to worry, everyone else probably stumbles. And the interviewer is just looking to see how quick are you on your feet. Like, you don't have to give the perfect answer. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I would say that big picture making the interview feel much more conversational, I think for me, was a really effective approach, just looking at it as a conversation. And inevitably, I think in most PM interviews, you're going to walk in and they're going to ask you um, a question like, what, what's a product that you really like and what is a feature that you would add to it? And I think in that particular case, it's really important to connect up to like the mission and the big picture vision of the company. I think that shows that you understand congruence between execution and strategy. And then I, I think what to what Raymond said as well, practice is essential. Um, it's a much more creative process to do some of these casing questions for product management than it would be for an industry like consulting. So I think getting really comfortable with tearing a product down, trying to analyze it, see what things you would change, looking at what the personas are, those are all really useful exercises so that when you actually get into the, the interview room, 
once they throw a curveball at you, you're a little bit more well equipped to respond to those things in real time. Yeah, I. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Just to add on what Connor was saying, uh, another good thing about practice is that uh, when you're starting out in your case interviews, you're given these frameworks, right? But then. The more you practice, the more you slightly adjust those frameworks and make it more conversational and add your own twist to it. And that's uh, also something that would differentiate you from the other candidates. Yeah, I think you're really hitting on something important for interviewing for product roles. Earlier on, I think, in your career, it can be really stressful because getting a really hard question like, you know, like what would you do to make Facebook better or something vague, ambiguous, really, you know, kind of grandiose, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, what would I do? Um, but a frame, like a good framework for how you approach ambiguity and then go to solve the problem is really important. And practice is key for that because it doesn't matter what the scenario is. It doesn't matter what the question, the product, what, what they're looking for in the interview is how do you break down an ambiguous problem, put together like a fairly logical path forward based on data that you have, based on clarifying questions you can ask, and then how do you go from there. And so the more you practice that, um, the better off you'll be because you'll just be in, used to that thinking of that like oh okay well, how would I do this and you know just approaching it like if I was really going to go do this what would be the next steps out of curiosity you now have gone through basically three month product internship and since you got both the people in the room that you know were essentially managing you if you want to flip the table <laughs> is there anything that you wish we had done differently to help you in the process or alright Patrick away? let's just stop here <laughs> live feedback <laughs> let's cut on it. air <laughs> on air feedback <laughs> recorded forever <laughs> so I'll take that first well it's more praise than anything so I think Patrick gave me a lot of room to kind of struggle and figure things out for myself and get comfortable with ambiguity I think as a PM, it's super important that you're very comfortable in ambiguous situations and trying to figure out what the path forward is. And I think Patrick gave me a lot of uh, space to do that. And I think that it was very calculated. So um, looking back, I really, I think I learned a lot during that process. So that was really beneficial for me personally. He didn't he was, grill him at all. Come on. I was like, he was paying for that. So, yeah. <laughs> so what could he do better? What could he do better? Wow. Yeah. We're, we're we not going back to that. Right? Truly real, the, the original real question. Is, what could he be doing? Uh, I'll think about that. I'll let Raymond go first. Oh, okay. Throwing me under the bus. Um, for, for me, um, I mean, overall, I had a great experience. Like with Zach, under Zach's tutelage, I actually am going to ship a feature in the app. So that's something really, really cool. Um, I guess I had some challenges getting resources from other teams. And I know it's something that's probably selfish to be asking, um, just because the priority of the, the, the organization, priority of the squad. Um, so, yeah, so that's probably, like, I, I mean, f putting myself in Zach's shoes, I, I don't think I would have done anything different. Um, but it was just some challenges that I had during 
the middle part of my internship. Damn it, you're sweating. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to product. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, not having access to resources. Is, I'm going to pretend this was calculated because not having access to resources is something you generally have to deal with, and like getting support from other teams, in my experience, is almost always a challenge. Even if you're a higher profile, um, like product within a, a company, um, just getting that buy-in and getting that dedication from other teams can be a challenge. So let's pretend like that was calculated to help yeah. you grow. No, um, for so sure. <laughs> was all fun for guys. I mean, so, so one strategy I developed was that I just sit in Owens. If someone walks by I need to talk to, just go so up. Owens is, our, Owens is our like big main room where yeah. a lot of people can like congregate, hang out. So, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask, to that point, not having uh, enough resources on other teams, do you wish then, is the is the criticism <laughs> that you wish uh, Zach would have helped give you the skills to find those difficult resources or pave the way, or is it just, you know, becoming fully aware of what it's like to be a PM? Uh, I, that's a tough question. Um, I, I think, I mean, I'm coming from an intern's perspective, right? For me, I'm being selfish here. Like, I want to get as much much as I can out of the internship. And that objective doesn't usually align always with the squad's objective, with the company's objective. Um, so, like, if I'm being, like, 100% selfish, I, want, I would want Zach to pave the way. But realistically, learning about uh, finding resources, learning about difficulties and challenges that come with it is probably a very valuable lesson. Yeah, and building off that, I think that as a product management intern, your work inherently might get shifted down the, the backlog slightly. And it's it's tough, honestly, within a 10 to 12 week time frame to take something all the way from concept design to ultimately shipping it. So. I think the prioritization of just having two PMs on a team um, was also just logistically pretty tough for an internship. Yeah, yeah. I wish you had your own team, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are great points. Um, and I think we appreciate that feedback, too, because we want to make our internship process better each time we do it. Um, and that, that definitely is a challenge. Like, if you don't have your own dedicated squad, you're kind of sharing resources. That, that does make it harder. Um, Cool. Well, let's, I think, wrap with closing thoughts. We're running up on time. Um, I think for me, a couple of interesting things throughout this have been to get skills, there's a few good things you can do. You can do boot camps for various uh, types of skill sets product managers work on. Um, you can uh, do hackathons and ship something. Those seem like key ways to like start getting experience without having actual product management experience. Um, and then uh, going into the interview process, uh, making sure that you're like uh, focusing on um, uh, tailoring kind of your experience to what you're applying for, and being willing to like have a, th a thought process that you've practiced to be able to take on ambiguous problems. So those are some of the takeaways I got. What about the rest of you? I think um, the the couple things about just getting into product and being successful um, from the intern perspective, or anyone out there that's interested in product. We, we talked about passion, we talked about work ethic, and we talked about just the processes that we're kind of following too. I think if anything, any good PM has some good sense of each of those um, traits, 
and I think you know you could see that every week here with our podcast that we're I mean we've created a podcast talking about product because we're passionate about it and Connor and Raymond kind of busted their ass to get you know all the skills starting to interview people um, you know trying other things with boot camps and, and hackathons because they're passionate about it too so if you have that work ethic and passion um, there, there, there should be nothing stopping you from getting a product role um, in the future. Yeah, I think you touched on a lot of the threads, but be curious, ask questions. And I really like what you said, Raymond, around the, as product managers, we're not necessarily responsible for being the sole contributor of great ideas, but it's the filtering of those ideas that's really essential to our role. I think a lot of times, you know, we put pressure on ourselves to feel like what's the next best thing our squad could be working on, but forming those cross-functional relationships and working with others across the business and getting that feedback and then taking that back to your team is really why we're here. Yeah, I mean, everybody said it all, but I think that um, also all of those resources that are for free, um, take advantage of those. That's the great thing about the internet. So you're gonna be able to find a lot of those websites, a lot of people who think like you, a lot of people who are at the same level of their career as you, and those can only help you um, practice, research, study as much as possible. So you don't necessarily need an MBA. Um, an MBA for sure helps, um, but I think there are resources out there that can help you. Yeah, my last thought is perseverance and resiliency. So make sure that if you want to get into a product, you're going to have to persevere, that you're going to have to constantly be working through a lot of these problems and be raising your hand a lot. So have that resiliency as well in order to understand that it's not an instant thing and that it does take time. It does take a lot of work. So, Lynn, before we go, I'll have both of you guys say um, anything else. That, this is your platform. Any aspiring PMs out there, one, you know, one sentence of advice for them, and then we're going to have you guys read our tagline together. And I'll cut that out later. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I think Patrick really touched on it. Um, you really need grit. It's a tough role to break into, but if you have grit to kind of stick with it during the process, then you're gonna ultimately find yourself working in product. Yeah, so, so my advice goes along the same line, and it's basically don't settle when you're interviewing other jobs, other position could come up, but if you want to, if you really want to do PM, stick to PM. Cool, let's do our assignment for the week for our listeners. So you guys touched on some good resources. Uh, go look at Stellar Peers, I believe it was, uh, to do some practicing and check out Cracking the PM Interview by I believe Jackie Bavaro. Um, very helpful resource if you're looking to get into product. Um, other than that, rate, subscribe, send us coffee. Yep. Uh, we Bye. will accept it. Um, other than that, thanks for listening to Product Coffee. Now go level up. <laughs>